Hello, everyone. My name is Tara Montessari. I'm a registered associate marriage and family therapist, and you are listening to Trust and Thrive. On this show, we will discuss topics related to mental health, relationships, generational healing, systemic issues, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations shared can inspire you to stay curious, to self-reflect and practice self-compassion, and to find support and community. You can follow along on Instagram at Trust and Thrive and stay tuned for new episodes released every Thrive Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoy the show. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive. I am feeling especially excited today because I am using a new microphone. Shout out to the Blue Yeti mic that has kept me going for the last few years. I'm very thankful my husband got me a new mic for Valentine's Day. I have been wanting a new mic for a while. The other one got me through. It did the job and I'm very thankful, but it was starting to fizzle out a little bit. Even the background noise was just something was going on. So I'm happy to be back with a new mic. And I also just recorded a new intro to the show, which in all honesty, I don't know what it will sound like yet because I will probably record it after this. It was honestly about time that I updated that (laughs) intro. It said that I was still a student. I also had shortened my name for the first few years of the podcast. My full name is Tara Montezari. I used Tara Mont for the show. And now that I'm an associate therapist and that is that is my name, I want to use the full name. And I'm proud of that. I own it. Nothing to hide here. <laughs> but I I'm just happy to be back. As you can tell by now, this will be a solo episode. And I have a lot of feelings to share that in all honesty, I use I remember I used to think for a while and I still have those moments where I think to myself, does anyone care about a solo episode? Like, why am I just talking? And I remind myself that I love to hear other people share their thoughts and feelings on podcasts, especially because I think it's very easy to assume that we are alone in our experience, that no one else can relate or resonate, or that what we're going through is not that big of a deal or however we feel about it. Clearly, I'm talking about my experience. And even just saying it out loud And hearing other people share their internal experience and how they process it can be very validating and healing in a way. So whether or not you resonate with the topic discussed, I just needed to remind myself of that because the inner critic is doing its work. It is working overtime right now with me and and that's going to relate to the topic of this week's episode, which is a great transition into that. But before we get into it, I just want to remind you that that you can follow along for more content at Trust and Thrive on Instagram and TikTok. And I have some exciting news coming up that I will also share. And if you want to kindly support the show, you can leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify as well. I don't think you can leave a review on Spotify, but you can leave a rating for sure. So to get into it, just an update. This last, I say this all the time. Um, This last month has been a whirlwind of good stuff, thankfully, and also a lot of changes that 
bring up for me a mix of emotions. And that includes starting a new job. Right now, I have just started two new jobs. I actually start my second job next week officially. And then I just moved into a new place last month. So I have been experiencing a lot of imposter syndrome. And when I asked on my Instagram, I posted a story asking you all what's been on your mind. What is something you may want to hear discussed on the show? And a few of you actually said imposter syndrome. So I thought, okay, I can do that. (laughs) I can definitely do that. And I am feeling that a lot right now. So I'm going to bring up the mix of feelings that have come up. First of all, I am so thankful to be employed, first of all, and to be working with two wonderful teams, like the private practice I work at. Even though I just started that a few weeks ago, I am really thankful for the team and my supervisor and everyone's amazing. And I really resonate with the work they do and the message behind the work they do. And that is a very comforting feeling because I feel like it could go either way. And then I'm also going to be working at a treatment center, which I'm looking forward to. And that will be a different experience. And I probably will have more feelings that come up with that next week. But I'm feeling pretty confident in that I will learn and adjust and do what I can. And because I'm so passionate about this work, I'm feeling more up for challenges and eager to be uncomfortable. As odd as that may sound, I want to grow and I want to be challenged and I want to learn more and develop more skills and interact with more individuals, experience different scenarios. So of course, that will likely be very challenging and have its moments. And at the same time, I'm very much up for that challenge. Even with that though, I have had a mix of emotions and moments where I think, like, who am I? What am I doing? Who do I think I am? And something I have been working on, I mean, for a while now, but especially now that I am out of school and practicing, because honestly, I think it is different when I was in school and doing my internship, because I had it in my head, first of all, that I'm not getting paid. So I thought like, okay, it makes more sense. I'm not getting paid for this I'm new to this. I'm still learning. And of course, now I'm still learning. I always want to still be learning. I will never be done learning as a therapist, even in the future and as an individual, of course. But now that, you know, I'm getting paid to do the work or I'm charging clients in the practice, it feels so new to me where I am working on reminding myself that I have the experience of school alone and seeing clients, and I'm here for a reason. Especially for me, I used to think in such extreme black and white terms, and a lot of that had to do with my experience with OCD and how I would think that if I didn't get every single thing right, then something was wrong with me. And that, would, that thought would ruminate and ruminate And I understand that more now, thankfully, but that would put so much pressure on me to be perfect 24-7 and not leave any room for error or to be human. And it may seem like such a small step, but for me, letting myself reframe how I 
even talk about my mistakes and my learning experiences and my onboarding process, even what I'm learning, being able to reframe me not knowing to I'm learning makes such a difference. And I'm also embracing not knowing. I want to continuously stay curious. I remember I would be in school and I would be sometimes worried to ask a question because I thought it would sound stupid or I thought it would make me seem like I didn't know anything. When in reality, I feel the opposite now. I want to ask more questions. I want to know more. If I don't know something, I will lean into owning that, owning that I don't know how to do this or what to do. Obviously, there are different things that if there's something that I feel like maybe I learned or I should have known by now, like something simple, I'll just look that up on the side. But if it's a skill that clearly was not taught to me or there's no reason I would have known this before, then I'm open to expressing that and being open to learning Sometimes it's so funny to me when I record these solo episodes because I think, okay, Tara, this is like very obvious to you. This is something I'm sure a lot of people already think. Yet I have to remind myself that that's not necessarily the case. I also don't want to assume, first of all, what any of you are feeling or thinking. And I don't want to dismiss and put down these thoughts that I am having because these are feelings that are coming up for me. These are thoughts that have been showing up for me as well. And obviously being able to differentiate the two between I don't feel like obviously being able to differentiate the two is important with my thoughts and my feelings. I may feel anxious about the fact that I don't know as much as I would like to know. That does not necessarily equal that I'm dumb or that there's a problem with me, which is a thought, of course. So I am feeling a mix of emotions I also have noticed that in the past, I would sabotage myself. I would self-sabotage in many ways by just following along with the belief I had about myself and just not trying before I could fail, before I could not get the job, whatever it was. And I thought, okay, maybe I'm not capable of this, so I'm not even going to try, as opposed to let me go for it see how I'm doing, you know, then reflect on what I'm able to do and go from there. But I, in the past, maybe would not even, I mean, this is a very specific scenario as well, but I was worried at first thinking, and I've never had this specific experience. That does not necessarily mean that I'm incapable of handling it, incapable of growing and learning from it. And knowing myself, I could have easily psyched myself out and thought, okay, you know what? I'm just not going to do this. I'm not going to try this. I'm not even going to apply. I'm just going to go for the easy route, whatever that even looks like, or I'll just wait, or I'll just figure things out. I don't know what to do. And that's not to say that this is the one right way to do things. There's no one right way to do anything. And so I'm simply speaking from my experience in this situation I want more experience. I want to work. I want to get my hours. I am in very much that mode of my life right now. And I'm very eager and excited. And I also have that voice in my head that's telling me to calm down, telling me that I fooled my way into 
getting here, that I actually faked my way into getting through school and just like all these terrible, inaccurate thoughts. And thankfully, I've learned to also see those thoughts detached from me as a person. So for example, for so long, I assumed that my thoughts were exactly how I feel and they're true and I must believe every single thought if I'm thinking them which first of all created a lot of shame and then connected to the feelings I had about myself because I convinced myself that if I'm thinking this, it must be true. If I'm thinking this, then it must be a reflection of my character and the beliefs and values I have, which wasn't the case. And especially, especially with OCD, I would experience a lot of intrusive thoughts that I didn't even how do I put this? I didn't want there. I didn't want in my head. I don't believe. I don't actually feel this way or that I want to do this or that this is something I want to do. As simple as that. And for so long, I thought, is something wrong with me? Or is it true that just because my thought says I could never do this, like that must be accurate? Maybe it's my intuition. Oh, someone else also brought this up, which could be a whole other episode. But in the story... (laughs) I'm going on a very quick tangent, but it relates. Stay with me. In the Instagram story, when I asked what you would all like to hear discussed on the show, one of you mentioned intuition versus anxiety, which oof, could be a whole episode. I've actually done an episode on that, but like I've said before, my thoughts and feelings around many of the topics I've discussed on the show are continuously changing and evolving, and I embrace that. So... But for me, though, just to give a little insight in that, I used to think that my anxiety and my intrusive thoughts were my intuition. I thought, okay, if this, which at the time I didn't know was an intrusive thought, I thought, okay, if I'm thinking this, then this must be that voice and intuition in my head telling me it's wrong. And that related so much to even my relationship. I thought if I'm having any questions of, do I love this person? Which I do. And I did. I love my husband so much, but I would have that intrusive thought come up of like, you don't actually love him. You're not actually qualified for this. You're not actually worthy of this, blah, blah, blah. And I would believe that thought. And so that would be a whole other episode because I'm also continuously reflecting on what my intuition looks like versus my anxiety. And also I don't put a lot of I don't put a lot of emphasis on my intuition these days. Like I don't necessarily just call it my intuition because that for me puts a lot of pressure and like it gives me more anxiety to try to differentiate that as opposed to reflecting on my values. I think reflecting on my values is the main thing I do when making decisions. And at this point in time, what is important to me? I also am open to the fact that what I value now may change or what I want right now may change in a year from now or in a few years from now. I am in a different point in my life right now and I'm aware of that. I have just finished school. I do not have children at the moment. I do want children in the future. I'm at a specific age and a specific moment in time and I'm feeling a certain way about what I want to do. And I'm okay with the fact that that may change and it likely will change. So When I have those moments going back to the job situation, so when I accepted the second position, I was having two 
voices in my head. I felt like genuinely myself and the Tara right now in this moment is ready to go. And I am. I'm going to give it my all. I'm ready to go. I'm feeling confident. I'm ready for the challenge. I'm excited about it. And then that voice is coming in my head thinking, who do you think you are? You probably like 2015 Tara would not do this. You wouldn't have the confidence to do this or to handle this. You would not be okay doing this, which which probably I wouldn't because I was a different person at the time with different experiences and skills and knowledge. And I noticed that that voice in my head is trying to keep me stuck, keep me stuck in a version of myself and my life that I've outgrown. It's And this is not to say that I'm completely changed. I am not the same person. I have many of the same values. And at the same time, I I have grown. That is true. Even, even how I would take things personally before versus now has changed drastically. The confidence I have, the way I feel about setting boundaries versus a few years ago. And don't take me wrong. I have my moments. I'm human. What I feel most confident in right now is my ability to survive discomfort. I no longer think that, okay, I need to be comfortable with everything. I now recognize that I will be uncomfortable at times, whether it's a new job, whether it's moving to a new place, whether it's seeing different clients or a different age group for the first time, or whether it's negotiating, whatever it may be, I will survive the discomfort and I have. And my goal isn't to feel good about everything I do in the moment and to and to tell my employers that everything will be perfect because it won't. And that's okay. There will be moments where I may learn something about myself or take something personally and I will work through that. I feel confident in my ability to survive discomfort. And I think for me, that gives me so much hope that I can get through a lot more than I used to think I was capable of. And the imposter syndrome, it tries to convince me that I need to sit back down. I genuinely, like I make a lot of posts about this, I genuinely will feel like I am a 12-year-old who has somehow like put on a blazer and pretends to be an adult who works. I still feel sometimes like I'm 12. Obviously, I feel confident in my work as a therapist. This is nothing, this is not a reflection of that. But just in general, I forget that I'm not a teenager anymore. That, oh, like I am here for a reason. I didn't sneak my way out of class and put on a blazer and or cardigan and get into the therapist room. I didn't fool my way or lie my way into being here. I worked hard to get here and I am here for a reason. I applied. I had these interviews. I am here for a reason. And it's just so funny how like if this were my friend talking right now, I would hype them up. I would be so proud of them and remind them of their worth. And then when it's me, I think, okay, well, what can I find that is wrong about my situation or wrong about what I did? For example, I'll think this, you're going to fail because this is new to you. That's there's And there's a lot of fear around that too. Because this is so new to me in many ways, the experience I'm having, it's easier to just think that 
I'm going to fail because I've never done it before. But how many things in life do we try for the first time? We don't tell a baby they're going to fail and never be able to walk just because they don't the first time. They eventually learn. We eventually, I eventually learned to talk. I eventually learned to ride a bike. I eventually went to grad school when that felt like such a far, that felt so far away. <laughs> that felt so, and I'm here now. I'm both pinching myself that I've made it here because I remember even starting my first day of my grad school program and it was three years thinking this is going to take forever and now I'm here and then now it also feels like okay this is going to take forever to get my hours for licensure which is you know I'm sure I'm going to look back and think okay I did it. I'm just sitting with the many feelings that are coming up which is a mix of gratitude, anxiety, excitement, some fear, a mix of emotions and feelings and embracing that, just embracing that and taking it day by day. And the fun part of this podcast is even though I'm not going to lie to myself, I think, why am I talking about myself so much? Like who cares? This is genuinely very therapeutic for me. And I also have the hope that you may be able to resonate with a part of this episode, whether it's 30 seconds of something I said or hearing that someone else is going through, even if it's different in some way. I just hope you know that you are not alone in whatever you are going through, even, even when it feels like it, even when it feels like it, because trust me, it will feel like it a lot of times. It will feel like it many times. So once again, thank you so much for being here and for listening. Please feel free to reach out. Let me know if any of this resonated with you or if maybe something I said inspired you or maybe or maybe there's a topic you would like to hear me discuss on the show. You can let me know at Trust and Thrive on Instagram, on TikTok, and you can also email me trustandthrive at gmail.com, which in relation to the podcast and any guest suggestions, that's the way to do it. That's the way to go. And I'm just very excited to share some upcoming episodes as well, even though my schedule is going to get a lot busier in the non-Trust and Thrive department, I am still going to do my best to stay up to date and have wonderful conversations with some incredible professionals and individuals. And I'm just excited for what's to come. I also know that going through my own growth and challenges and getting more experience in the therapeutic space is also probably going to bring more insight into what I share on here, which I'm excited about. So thank you again for being here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and we will be back with a new episode next Thrive Thursday.